Hi, I'm Elder Shanina Walker, and thank you for joining me today on our podcast, Yasha, Young and Sharing His Anointing. Today on our Let's Wrap readings, we're going to be concluding with our three-part series, Be Made Whole. We started out with our intro, Holy Sanctified. We started with part one, Spirit Be Made Whole, part two, So Be Made Whole, and today we're going to be concluding with body be made whole. Today on our Let's Write reading, we're going to be coming from a very familiar scripture. We're going to be reading from Romans, the 12th chapter, the first and the second verse, a scripture that I love. And it reads as such, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your body a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Let's wrap. Now the book of Romans, as we can see, is another one of the Apostle Paul's writing. The Apostle Paul was writing this book of Romans to predominantly um, the Gentile audience. Uh, His main uh, reason for writing the book um, to, of Rome was to educate the believers in the basic doctrine related to salvation. He was trying to give them um, information that would be able to sa- sustain them and allow them to be able to live a more victorious lifestyle. So we see in the Romans, the 12th chapter, beginning at the first and the second verse. Let's look at that verse. The Apostle Paul is saying, I beseech you. In other words, I beg you, I urge you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God. Now, we know that mercy is defined as not receiving the punishment you deserve. In other words, even though we deserve to die for the sin in our lives, instead, by God's mercy, he sent his son Jesus to die in our place that we might have eternal life. It didn't cost you anything. The price for your life was paid by the blood of Jesus. So Paul said, I'm now urging you that you present your body, not just your body, this material substance, this earth suit that we now live in, because we know through our study of our body that the body is taking orders from the soul in which our soul and our spirit should be led by the Holy Spirit, spirit, soul, and body. It all needs to be presented as a living sacrifice. We know that living means alive, not dead. If you're living, you're functioning. You should be producing. The Bible talks a lot about producing. Remember Jesus cursed a fig tree because it was not producing. Also the parable about the unprofitable servant that decided to bury his talent. He hid it instead of multiplying it. He did not produce. So he was cast away into outer darkness. I said all that to say, God needs you to be a living sacrifice. We know that the word sacrifice means an offering. God used to require the blood of bulls and heifers as an atonement for sin. Now all he wants is you, a living sacrifice. 
Paul made it very, very clear. God does not want us just living any old kind of way, but he wants us as a living sacrifice. Holy. Holy means dedicated or consecrated to God, sacred, set apart. Not only does he want us holy, but he said acceptable unto God, not unto man, but unto God pleasing to God, which is your reasonable service. We know that reasonable mean appropriate or fair, moderate service. In other words, nothing that you can't handle. He's not asking for something that we can't do. God already took care of that part when Jesus died for us in our place. But what he is asking for is something that is reasonable. He's asking us to present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God which is our reasonable service. He went on to say in the second verse and not be conformed. Conform means be similar in form or type. Agree to this world. He said, do not be similar to this world. Do not be agreeing with this world. Don't be similar in form or type with the world. The Bible tells us in John, the 17th chapter in the 16th verse, we are in the world, but not of it. In other words, this is not our home. John, the 14th chapter, a second verse to the third verse, Jesus is speaking. He said, my father house have, has many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. I am going to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me. And you also may be where I am. Home is where the father is. So stop being so comfortable here on earth. The Bible tells us in Mark, the eighth chapter, the 36th verse, for what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Stop worrying about this world and gaining the accolades of man and the riches and the notoriety of this world. But instead be ye transformed. The word transform means make a drastic change in form, appearance, or character. Paul was telling them that you need to make a change. You need not just any kind of change, but we need a drastic change. You need to be changed in form. You need to be changed in appearance and we need to be changed in character. How are we going to be changed? He said, by the renewing of your mind. In other words, the reestablishing to make fresh. Renew means to make new. What are we making new? What are we reestablishing? He said, your mind. Let's go over that verse again. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Before we can walk in victory, we have to have a renewed mind. The Apostle Paul went on to tell them that they need not only have a renewed mind, but he told them why it was so important to have that renewed mind. That ye may prove. We know that prove just means to demonstrate the truth or existing of something. And what is that something? That we might prove what is that good and acceptable. Acceptable means suitable and perfect. Now we know perfect is having all the requirements of desired elements in quality or characteristic as good as it is possible to be. In other words, God wants us to have all the elements, the qualities, and the characteristics of his son. God wants us to be transformed by the renewing of our minds that we might prove, that we might demonstrate what is truth, that we might prove what is that good and acceptable, suitable, perfect will of God. It is what God wants us to be doing and which includes his commandments and our obedience to them. 
Now let's apply. Our subject today is body be made whole. So let's take a look at our body element. When talking about the body, we know it is made up of a physical material such as skin, cells, organ, veins, blood, our physical body. But our body is also made up of immaterial, which also is intangible. It includes our soul, our spirit, our intellect, our will, our emotions, our conscience, and so forth, which we also previously discussed. Our immaterial characteristics go beyond the physical lifespan of our human body. We know that these immaterial characteristics are eternal. Our immaterial parts, again, are our spirit, our soul, and our heart, our conscience, our mind, our emotions. All of these make up our whole personality. The Bible makes it very clear that the soul and the spirit are primarily immaterial aspects of humanity, while our body is the physical container that holds our spirit and our soul as long as we're here on this earth. Remember, our soul, our spirits will live eternally, either in heaven or hell, even after this body has turned back to the dust of the earth. Now, the word body in the Greek is pronounced as soma. Our body is our entire physical structure that we possess as human beings. It is the physical part of us that can be touched, held, caressed. It can respond to commands from our mind. All of our five senses, our sight, our taste, our touch, our feel, our smell, it all resides in our body. For instance, let's just deal with our sight and our hearing, which is our eyes and our ears. If you are born with the capacity to be able to see in this day and age, you are not excluded from seeing and hearing something extremely sexual explicit. Why? Because it's everywhere. It's almost impossible to avoid. It's all over the TV. It's in the movies. It's on sitcoms. It's even in TV commercials. It's on your computer. It's on your phone. It's on social media sites, in postings, in videos. Even if you're not computer savvy or watch TV, you can still open up your front door and walk out into your community and be subjected to it. Our eyes are going to see it or our ears are going to hear it. But the difference in eyes and ears all boils down to what's going on in the soul. For example, a soul that is really generated by the Holy Spirit will see something or hear something explicit and immediately be convicted by the Holy Spirit. It's hard to explain in the natural exactly what is happening on the inside of us. Remember, our spirits and our souls are connected in a way that only God can explain. But I know with me, there is this aching feeling or almost like a grief that goes off in my heart by the Holy Spirit. He begins to tell me that this thing that I'm looking at or I'm hearing is not beneficial to my spirit man at that point. Now, I can either stop looking and listen, turn the channel, turn my head or the video, or because we have free will, it is possible to override the Holy Spirit and keep looking and listening which have done enough, this is called grieving the Holy Spirit. And after a period of time, it will get easier and easier for you to watch or listen because you're refusing to obey the Spirit. A soul that is not generated will see nothing wrong with what they are doing. They will not be convicted at all. In fact, their mind or the soul realm will begin to tell the eyes to continue to looking that what you're seeing is enjoyable. 
Also, it will begin to stimulate something in the inside of their flesh that will cause the body to want to react in the same manner of what they've witnessed. If not brought under control, their mind will continue to play the thoughts of what their eyes have seen or their ears have heard over and over again in their mind until the person starts seeking out more of it which eventually leads to what's called a stronghold or what the world likes to call an addiction. So you see, even though both set of eyes and ears saw and heard the same thing, an ungenerated heart and a generated heart by the Holy Spirit will respond different ways depending on what's going on in the soul realm. Again, today we're talking about body be made whole, but as you can see, everything always leads back to what's going on in the soul realm. It is so important. It is so crucial. What would be more helpful to illustrate for you or for you to better understand what I'm saying is our minds are similar to computers in the sense that they can be programmed. And once programmed, they will continue to function as programmed until they are reprogrammed. We are all born in the sin. We are all subject to our old sinful nature that's been programmed in our minds. We were born in sin and our old sin nature programmed our mind to be selfish, bitter, anger, to display the lust of the flesh. We have our own attitudes and etc. I must admit, when I first got saved, some things dropped off of me immediately. But then there were other areas in my life where the devil had what's called a stronghold set up. And those things have to be broken off by the power of the Holy Spirit. I remember the Lord telling me one day after being frustrated from giving in once again to a particular sin. He began to speak to my heart and say, you have lived in sin for over 23 years. Don't be fooled into thinking that after 23 years of practicing sin, that all of that is just going to fall off. He began to speak to my heart, the Holy Spirit saying, you have to be transformed. Your mind has to be renewed by the word of God. In other words, my old way of thinking had to be changed. I had to allow the Holy Spirit to transform me by the renewing of my mind before my body would be able to receive commands given by the Holy Spirit and obey it. I had to learn once I accepted Jesus Christ over my life and received the Spirit of God living on the inside of me, I was born again. I became totally new in my spirit, but my old nature had to be completely changed also. You see, our spirits are new, but we are still left with this body and our carnal way of thinking and living. It is not until we allow ourselves to be not conformed to this world, but transformed by the renewing of our mind through the word of God that we'll be able to put the carnal way of thinking under the submission of the Holy Spirit. Our soul is our carnal mind. It will still function as program until we reprogram it through the word of God. That is why Paul was saying, when I want to do the right thing, I find myself doing the wrong thing. That evil is always present. How do we get beyond this point? How do we overcome doing the wrong thing? Romans 12 tells us to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. I can't say that enough today. It is imperative that we get in the word of God and allow the word of God to transform our minds. 
Our lives can only be transformed by the renewing through his word. Therefore, victory in our life is very simple. It is as simple as renewing our mind. It is as simple as knowing who we are and what we've already received, the power that resides in us once we receive Christ and the Holy Spirit. Even though we have two natures that's warring on the inside of us, the way you think is going to determine the outcome of this war. You got to hear me today. It goes back to the battlefield of the mind, which reside in our soul realm. Believe it or not, in the end, we are the way we think. Proverbs 23 and 7 lets us know, for such as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. All I'm trying to say to you today if we continue to see ourselves as old sinners saved by grace, then we will continue to struggle with sin. Shall we continue to sin where grace may abound? God forbid. In other words, just because we have grace does not mean that we should continue to live defeated in sin, using grace as a crutch. But the fact of the matter is, we must be willing to allow the total change to take place in our soul realm. We will then manifest that change in our actions. The body will obey. Already told you once, and I'm going to say it again, when our soul realm is not transformed by the renewing of our mind, our bodies will obey the soul's orders. It is not until our soul realm has been regenerated by the power of the Holy Ghost that our spirits will be able to submit itself to the Holy Spirit and orders will be coming directly from the Holy Spirit to our soul realm which will give orders in return to our body and the body will obey. If you can just get a hold of this today, I can almost guarantee you that you will see a change in your spiritual walk. You will receive victory in Christ. I also want to teach you today how to recognize the tactics of the enemy. Remember, the battle and the war is of the mind. It all goes on in the soul realm. So when you see someone doing something contrary to the word of God, or acting like the devil, as we like to call it, they are fulfilling the lust of the flesh. They are allowing their soul realm to be manipulated by the works of the devil, which in return is giving orders to their body, causing them to act out. We have to stop looking at this thing from a natural point of view. Remember, we are spirit first, spirit, soul, and body. It is important in spiritual warfare to be able to recognize the works of the devil. So instead of rebuking people, instead of fighting people and falling out with family and friends, we have to rebuke the devil that is manipulating that soul that's causing the body to respond. I guarantee you victory will be yours. When you know who you are, when you learn that you are not your own, but you've been bought with a price and that price was the blood of Jesus, only then will you be confident in who you are in Jesus Christ. In our born again spirits, we will become like him. The Bible tells us to let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Christ knew who he was. And what he came to do, even in his youth, he knew he must be about his father's business. The way that we see ourselves become a self-fulfilling prophecy over our own lives. In other words, if you see yourself as a victim and defeated, then you will always be a victim and defeated. If you see yourself as broke and the tail, then you'll always be broken the tail. You have to declare over your own life that you are more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus and no weapon formed against you shall prosper. You have to declare that I'm blessed in the city. I'm blessed in the field. I'm blessed when I come. 
I'm blessed when I go. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. No good thing will God withhold from me if I continue to walk upright. Before concluding this series, I just want to deal with one more scripture and also another part of our body that God has been dealing with me about very strongly. Uh, 1 Corinthians 6 and 19, is, it says, What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God. Ye are not your own, but ye have been bought with a price. In other words, we are steward over this body, this temple that has been given to us by God. So it is our job while we are here on earth to take care of our temples. That includes eating right, and exercising. Yes, I said it, eating right and exercising. I have found that many believers in the body of Christ are sick and suffering from sickness and disease. And we cannot always blame the devil when we're not being good stewards over our body. I don't care how much anointing you have, how great of a teacher, preacher, or prophet you might be, you are not exempt. The grave is full of great preachers, teachers, and prophets who are not good stewards over their temple. The Bible tells us that many things are permissible, but is it beneficial? So we have to ask ourselves when we begin to put things in our body, when we sit around and not exercise or keep up this spiritual temple, are the things that I'm doing beneficial to my body? Or am I harming myself by putting things in my body that I should not be eating? We cannot be so busy with kingdom work that we do not take the time to get the proper rest or eat right or exercise. God gave us one body, our temple, our building. And when this building starts to leak and is no longer suitable for the habitations of your soul and your spirits, we have to move, if you know what I mean. We should not be speeding up our process or our time here on earth by abusing our bodies. We should not be filling up on fatty foods, sweets, sodas, and think because we have Jesus, we are exempt from all diseases that follow years of unhealthy eating. It's time for the body of Christ to take responsibility for our spirit, our soul, and our bodies. We are not our own. It's time to submit ourselves to the Holy Spirit and be made whole. Somebody is not going to like me today, but it's true anyhow. God is going to hold us responsible for what it is that we're doing to this temple, this body that he has given us. Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit that ye have. Oh, gods, ye are not your own, but you have been bought with a price. And again, that price is the blood of Jesus. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this powerful teaching. Help us to hold on to your words and apply it to our everyday life. We thank you for loving us so much that you sent your son Jesus to die for our sins. Not only that, you sent your spirit back and you entrusted of us enough to allow him to live inside of us. Forgive me, Father, for not being a good steward of this temple that you have given me. Help me to surrender my spirit, soul, and body under your mighty hand to the leading of your Holy Spirit. I present my body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto you, which is my reasonable service. Father, help me not to be conformed to this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of my mind, that I might prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of yours for my life. I love you today. I thank you for all things. It is in your son Jesus' name I pray. Amen. As always, 
Thank you for following us on podcast or listening through Facebook. This is Yasha, young and sharing his anointing. I am Elder Shanina Walker. I do pray that this teaching, Be Made Whole, has been beneficial to your spiritual walk. I do encourage you to listen to the entire series. The intro is Holy Sanctified. Part one is Spirit Be Made Whole. Part two, Soul Be Made Whole. Part three, Body Be Made Whole. I also encourage you to share to follow, to like. I also encourage you to leave me a message to let me know if there's something that you'd like to hear on an upcoming Let's Wrap. Feel free to inbox me or just message me. Again, I am Elder Shanina Walker. Until next time, have a blessed day.